You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Listen, don't kill Ethan, just find somebody else. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly Mobcast episode 26. I'm your host, your Native American internet spirit guide, Scotty, and across my table this time, in front of me, because we're <laughs> recording somewhere differently, um, is, um, I think you were, uh, if I remember last week's episode, you were going to be, uh, it wasn't a hoodlum, you were going to be a... Uh, a hooligan. A hooligan. A hooligan, yeah. yes. So the hooligan. Yes, the hooligan, known as Aaron Lynch Kelly, is here today. Yeah, I swear I've listened to my own show. <laughs> What was it? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Validation the Webcomic. You can listen to this ad now. Validation the Webcomic, written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford, follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, webcomics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. Don't forget to support uh, Christian and Kelsey's Patron account. Kelsey just had a, a brand new Kickstarter launch off, and so I helped her out with that. And so some new projects coming from them. And she's in up north West Virginia or somewhere near what we. She was like, I'm near Wheeling, but I don't know if she's like in West Virginia near Wheeling yeah. or somewhere else. And so I'm trying to get her on the show. So. That would be cool. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm finally starting to feel better. I was sick all weekend. Right. I was in the bed. Like, oh, kindergarten so. sucks. Yeah. Because um, my girlfriend's student teaching. My daughter's also in kindergarten. Right. So they were both exposed to some type of sickness. So basically they're just large walking meat bags of germs. Oh, yeah. Kindergarten's rough. Like, they brought home, like, one day... The day my girlfriend was there, there was 23 kids. Uh-huh. The very next day, there was only 10 that were in school. Right. So, you know, a That's large... Shot, yeah, so first Keegan got sick, then Carrie, and then I was the last to fall in my house, <laughs> and so I'm the last to get better. But I'm finally starting to feel like a human being again. So. Now you're exposing me. We're in a tiny room. We are. We are. I am going to be sick. It's, it's the week before finals. I cannot, I cannot be sick. I have to graduate next week. Listen, I need to graduate. <laughs> I need, I need to walk <laughs> or crawl or whatever it is. To. Just just give me my diploma. Just give it to me. Just <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm finally starting to feel feel better. Good, glad, glad of it. Um, uh, my weekend was busy. Um, Thursday we start. I'll also start with Thursday. Thursday, Ethan from Rebellion and Eric from Memory Card Radio and uh, Corey Meadows, who's uh, a, a talented animator. Residential odd bird around here. <laughs> we all went to saw, uh, saw Avengers: Age of Ultron, which was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I liked it as much as I liked Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Um, not because the, the, the <laughs> is that product placement is that why that was there? <laughs> yeah, Ethan brought the movie, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, to watch over the weekend and never showed. Oh, he did show up a little bit. We never ended up watching. I watched it actually Sunday with the people, but. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy it's, movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, you like Avengers too? It's yeah. really good. But I have to admit, my favorite part of the whole movie was because we saw it in 3D, could, um, and we saw yeah. You know, they used to do midnight showings, and I guess since mm-hmm. the the Batman shooting in Colorado, they stopped doing those. Yeah, I was wondering because when you said 7:30, I was like, that yeah, seems really it, really yeah. odd. I saw it at 7:30, so I saw it the day before. So to me, at 7:30, that's when it comes out. Mm. So I'm just gonna say I saw it opening night at 7:30. And there was hardly anybody in the theater. It was it wasn't. I was expecting it to be packed. Yeah. But you know, if that's the case, I'm gonna go see movies Thursday out more often. Um, saw it in 3D, um, which is normally what I don't opt for. But you know, for these kind of movies, on the I'll do I'll do. Um, the best part of the whole film was watching the Star Wars Episode Seven trailer in 3D on the big screen. So it's worth its weight just for oh, that. Oh my god! If, if the you know, we've been watching it. On, I've been watching it on the small screen for a while. I, mean, I don't watch it like every day, but I'm like, <laughs> time to watch a Star Wars trailer. <laughs> Three o'clock Star Wars time. <laughs> but um, in fact, yesterday was uh, May the Fourth, and uh, I didn't watch it at all on May the Fourth. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> but if you followed my Twitter, you know I didn't for 24 hours. I didn't tweet anything else, but unless it was Star Wars related at all. 
I didn't retweet anything unless it was Star Wars related. I am dedicated to my holiday. <laughs> Do you celebrate Revenge of the Fifth? No. No? Cinco de Mayo. I like tequila. <laughs> See, I think it should be Revenge of the Sixth. Yeah. Because of, it should be May the 4th. Just make it a three-day event. Right, May the 4th be with you. Cinco de Mayo. Because after Cinco de Mayo, it's definitely Revenge of the Sixth. <laughs> And so that's that's an epic three day weekend. Plus, you know, it was free comic book day this weekend, which I did not get to do this year, and I tried to do that. And next year, you should do that too. You should. I I had made every like I said, I had made every plan to go and do that yeah, every year. Saying, yeah. Every year, so I'm like, is, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. That's just something I think you can bring Keegan with. When, um, yeah. The last one I did, well, Izzy was still in town, and um, I took her. She got some comics, and so because what's great about free comic book day, and it's, it, it was started in uh, 2002. Uh, with coinciding with the first Spider-Man release, I am the Rayman of just pop <laughs> trivia, man. It's just like, oh wow! I just, what happened on June Fourteenth, nineteen fifty-two? Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like real history, fake history. I got. You know? It's like that was the one uh, fifty edition <laughs> of the basic Spider-Man one. <laughs> but. Um, so uh, I took her, but this, what's great about Free Comic Day, they it comes for all ages, so it's a great way to get you know, mm. even little kids into and, and, and comics and stuff. So yeah, I, I'm a big supporter of Free Comic Book Day. Hopefully um, next year we'll have some sort of presence. I'm hoping, you know, this year for, for the network has been kind of just, um, you know, to, to be honest, those listening, it's very, uh, it's very easy, and as you know, to do a podcast. All you need is some way to record and some way to put up. And so my cost on this is very low. And so that's why we do all kinds of crazy shows. And so we're seeing what you guys will like. And, you know, so basically throwing whatever I can to, you know, I have an idea. what sticks, right. yeah. I'm, well, I have an idea. Let's see if this works. <laughs> you know, some of them do and some of them don't. You know, it happens. Um, luckily, this show gets good ratings. So <laughs> I'm happy. And Rebellion is the ones kind of keeping us mm-hmm. our international going. Um, but, uh, I mean, we got some other stuff planned. And we're, we're going to grow in the fall, we're going to do some video. You'll be seeing some so a lot of video from us. Um, my summer is going to be building stuff. We're working on a show called Hashtag Hashtag. And I'm working on a game show for us. Nice. So, uh, you know, big plans for the Mopcast Network in the future. But I'd like to have a presence at um, Free Comic Book Day. And I want to do, a, there's some smaller conventions in the area in the year. And I'd like to have a presence in the, at, at those. And uh, I want to host panels and things like that. I'm, I got, you know. You know, stuff for the you know for the fans or to make fans one. <laughs> I don't know. I just you know it, it's you know this has to go a direction. I think the only direction this has to go is up. Especially now that I'm going to be here for the next two years, I've decided that I'm going to stay in West Virginia. I'm really going to give this whole network thing a go. So nice. Well, look, we're you know when I post this, this will be the seventy first episode. And we broke 4,000 listens. Now, I, we understand. And we say this every 1,000 we break. It's not big numbers in the land of podcasts. Yeah. But it's still big numbers to us. And to me, that seems it seems like progress. Um, May the 4th was really, really good to us. We, we had a, uh, 100 listens just in the day. Which, once again, it's not small potatoes for everybody else. For me, it's like, oh, my God, 100 people decided to yes. like us. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they listen. If You're listening to the podcast. Okay, out. I, what I'm are they, done. They, whatever. <laughs> the long to hear Mops, I'm whatever. I'm I'm good with that. But hopefully in the in the fall we'll we'll have you know real new material and and we'll we'll still be doing the shows that we do you know the stuff you know our show and and the the shows that cover the other other you know stuff and um, I'm really looking. I have some ideas for Ravel TV. I'm really excited about the Ravel TV. Those guys are and I'm 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 thankful that you brought Ravel TV to us and. we talked about it a little bit on our show a few weeks ago. I don't want you to talk about it again. Um, but yeah, and, and uh, you actually interviewed the guy on um, your show a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. Actors. And um, Robert TV is a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it, and they like these guys are just taking something that you you know you would have done anyway. You know right. what I mean? And they're they've given you a platform to do so. Uh, and what I'm talking about is you can they believe in audio democracy, and that's muting the mics of the you know the the drab commentators on TV right. who maybe don't know your team and just you and your buddies just sit there and let the let the world listen to you. Yeah, I, I so. hate when Troy Aikman has to call Bill's game because he hates us. I hate Joe Buck. <laughs> Joe like, Buck. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have a weird relationship. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not judging there, them at all, saying, but... There's pictures out there. That's yeah. All I'm saying. <laughs> like, they're just really strange guys and 
I hate hate listening to to those guys. Right. So I mean, with Rival TV, you can go and you can call your own sports games. You also do TV or movies. Um, they just did a big thing May the Fourth. They did you know a whole bunch of Star Wars TV. They did a um, they did Breakfast Club because their thirtieth anniversary was not right, too long ago. Right, and that's what I see. That's the stuff that appeals to us as a network. We uh, you know here we celebrate fandom, and so so do they. And that's what I like about it. And so. Uh, Definitely uh, come fall, there will be a, a, a big Mopcast presence on Ravel TV. Um, and I, what's great about those guys, those guys are welcoming. They're, yeah. And they're supportive of, like, yeah. they tweet everybody. I mean, they've retweeted some of our stuff, too, and we're not even on there yet. Yeah. And so they're just, you they're, know, and, and I retweet Brack because, I, you know, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're changing... And I hate to say when I say this because it makes me sound like I'm like it's only me, but <laughs> we, as a collective, we are changing how entertainment is uh, consumed in this country, on this planet, and uh, th- that's what I want. I've I've realized I sat back um, this past weekend and realized how much. Um, Avengers was the first movie I had seen in the theater since Christmas. My schedule is part of that. Also, yeah. also, there's not too much I want to see. Like a lot of stuff is like I can wait. Yeah, I can or, wait and get it on Redbox well, or the, anything like that. Kevin Hart, uh, the Get Hard, Get or Hard, the, look funny to me. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, beating down doors to go see it. Right, yeah. right. I'm beating down doors to see Avengers. I'll, yeah. go, I'll go see Mad Max. I mean, summer movies I'll I'll, I'll do and I'll, and I'll have a good time with. But you know, um, I'm not really knocking down doors to see anything. And so, and then on television, I'm looking at television and said I've watched, I watched one show. Yeah, one show. Yeah, one show completely this season, every week, and that was justified because it was his final season. I watched it every week. Uh, I watched most of Better Call Saul, but I didn't watch it every week. I, I always caught it later, yeah. and, and I always consumed it on AMC.com. So I didn't justified. I couldn't get on FX, and I couldn't get my FX Go account work. FX Go, you need to work on your app. <laughs> I have an account. Is like you do not. I'm like I do. <laughs> I swear to God, I do. <laughs> Just let me watch it. I could not get it to work, so um, so I had to consume that every week. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm watching. I love Game of Thrones, but I'm watching it on HBO Go. I'm not consuming it when it's yeah. happening. Um, I'm and primarily I'm getting all my entertainment from podcasts now. I listen to so many podcasts like yeah. daily and even in the evenings. <laughs> I will admit, you know, sometimes I like to take a nice little bubble bath. <laughs> And, and I'll put my iPad up near, not near, but, you know. Away from the bathtub. Away from the water. But I will crank a podcast going up, Nerdist, or uh, How Did This Get Made is one of my favorite. Have you listened to How Did This Get Made? Yes, yes. With uh, Rafi yeah, and Rafi yeah, Andre. And Andre from um, uh, the, the League, which is a brilliant show. Um, if you have it, and this is a shout out to those guys, because those guys are hilarious, and they're kind of they're inspired us to do Bros. Boo's movies. But... Um, Kind of mean they totally tried <laughs> to do Bros. Bruce movies. Thank you. Well, hey, Mobcast Raw is my my my, my nerdist. I, mm-hmm. I I understand, and and weekly Mobcast is basically our nerdist hostfuls. It's I, I I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not inventing anything new. I'm yeah, just, I'm just like oh, that's a great idea. I want to do that too, and that and that's where I'm at. But so if it was the if it's not the last episode, it's the episode before. But they do Con Air and it's live. And oh my God, it is amazing! It, their Con Air is uh just that was great. So I, I'm serious, you guys listening out there, you definitely you definitely listen. I highly recommend How This Get Made. I definitely recommend that Con Air episode. I laughed so hard, and um, if you guys know how my semester is going, I really could use some laughter. <laughs> so it was so so good, and so um, yeah, definitely definitely listen to that. Um, oh, back to Avengers. Avengers was really, really good, though. Um, I know Joss Whedon quit Twitter. Twitter, yeah, <laughs> yesterday because of the Black Widow thing, the Black Widow controversy. And there are people who are on, it's like Gamergate. People are on this thing and they're just trolling this. And that's what mm-hmm. happened to him. He just got over-trolled. And I don't blame him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've mean, been like, I don't have to be here. Bam, peace out. And um, I read an article about the Black Widow, and it's really interesting. Marvel accidentally, the more the Marvel movie universe actually accidentally created a female superhero. They did. They did, and they did it, and I'll, I'll say accidentally, because I don't think they expected her to blow up like she did. Yeah. I mean, they put her in, they started in Iron Man 2, and then she was in, I mean, she's been in Captain America. I mean, she's been in, like, every Marvel, you see Scarlet, uh, Scarlet but Black Widow. Mm-hmm. 
of course people are going to like her because, A, it's Scarlett Johansson. Plus, it's a great character. I mean, it's great writing and, and, and consistent, and she's a, g- a good character. And um, even in Avengers 2, she's one of the highlights of the movie, unintentionally, I think. Because the movie focuses on, you know, of course, you know, you've got Iron Man and Cap- Captain America and Iron Man. They're setting, I think, their relations become contentious, so they're setting up Civil War. And they've got this stuff with the Infinity Stones, and Thor's kind of funny in it. And Hulk's okay, and I think Hulk was better in the last film. But um, I love the villain. I didn't. I was on the fence about Ultron. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a bit Okay, come wide, I'm not an Avengers fan. I like the movie universe, so I'm happy with that. Um, Ultron's never been one of my favorite villains. Um, he's been way low. Like when, when I think of villains, Ultron, I never Ultron never came to mind. <laughs> and uh, James Spader played him so awesome. He's um, spoiler alert. <laughs> he's like an evil Tony Stark. Okay. So if you think Robert Downey Jr. you're going evil and voiced by James Spader, that's who you get. And it's, you know, and it's, see, I recommend. I highly recommend. It's good. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good movie. And. Um, did you see the SNL about oh my God, Black so, Widow? Yeah, I saw the SNL Black Widow <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, you know, Marvel finds Marvel doesn't know how to make a movie for girls, and I think it's right. I mean, look at the they're finally going to do a a female led superhero movie, but it's not until twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen with Marvel. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think the, the TV show uh, Alias Jessica Jones on Netflix will come first. And that if, if if Daredevil shows us anything, that should be a fan, fantastic. So Marvel's doing some good things. They can do some things better. That's but you know Disney can do some things better. Really, I mean that. I mean I don't think I think the Marvel camps always had strong female characters. Um, with their help within the X Men universe, and Fox has <laughs> <laughs> Fox is just sitting there like yes. <laughs> and so uh, they uh, speaking of that, they posted pictures for Brian Singer posted pictures <coughs> of um, the Age of Apocalypse movie, the new one, the X Men new X Men film. That uh, happens in uh, the eighties. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a huge X Men fan. I know, I know. We've talked about this before, <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to convert you. I gotta convert you on a lot of things. You do, you do. But see, that's why you're here for two more years. Right, right. You have so plenty to, of time to, to work this out. Uh, um, it's all about what you read when you when you started reading comics, and so you know, it's comics to me are like music. There's a time in life where you listen to what your parents listen to, or what TV influences you to listen to. And then there's a point where you, like, usually in late middle school or high school, you start mm-hmm. going, oh, I'm discovering things on my own. And so, you know, when I was a kid listening to, and I grew up in the 80s, so I listened to a lot of 80s pop, right? I mean, Amadeus and, you know. Uh, Amadeus, Aldeba- Amadeus. Yeah, Aldebarge, Rhythm of the Night. and uh, Great music. Right. <laughs> right. You know, the classics. A lot of pop folk for you. Uh, Asteroid Descent was as solid as a rock. I mean, <laughs> You know, I like how I'm trying to pick the ones that like not everyone knows. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was an '80s. <laughs> the Commissars couldn't tell. Uh oh. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what that song's about. I know it was a Falco song uh, covered by somebody else, though. Um, and I can't remember who covered it. It never comes to mind. Um, but that was my era. I remember watching. You know, I remember when MTV was a thing. And I remember watching Casey Case and every Saturday morning after cartoons, he would do the the top ten countdown, and that's how I saw pieces of video and. Um, but, you know, when I came into my own, you know, as, as a, a budding young Scotty in the 90s, that's when I started discovering music on my own. And so, and that kind of music's the stuff I, I listen to now. I, I think, uh, you, know, you know, I like music now. I'm not one of those, there's no good music. There's some great music yeah. out there. There's, there's tons of great stuff. Um, but when I go back and listen to stuff that, that's, like, comforting, like, you know, like... like exactly, yeah. Like, like soul food kind of stuff. You know, I have my band. Comics are the same way. When I started reading comics, it was in uh, 90, and so um, Marvel was launching um, all this X-Men. They had just do it like, it was 91, because they just re- did this this X-Men relaunch thing. And uh, there was a, they, they did an X-Men number one, and it had five covers. We actually talked about this on um, one of the, Earlier, Momcast. Now we, uh, me and Kevin, when when I was home in Alabama, me and Kevin Laporte talked about this, and it was, you know, they, you know, they, they did five covers, five different covers uh, for the X Men number one, and you can hook them together and make a poster. And then there was one that had all five together, and so it was a story. It was drawn by Jim Lee, who's a fantastic artist, and written by Chris Claremont, who's an amazing writer, and um, and kind of 
the modern father of the X-Men, I guess. Or the second age father, because he helped relaunch. Anyway, but um, the downside about this story is that that stuff is the, the start of the comics collapse in the 90s. Because everyone started doing these multi-cover uh, things and holograms on stuff and bag things. And speculators came in and were like, yeah, all this stuff's going to be worth money. And it's because co- old comics were starting to hold value. Yeah. Well, the reason why old comics hold value is that, you know, you know, your, your, your Captain America from 1944 cost a lot of money. Because A, it's from 1944. B, back then they were recycling everything for the war effort. So if that comic survived... Cause it, I mean, even there's ads in the back of the... So I've seen these issues. There's bad ad in the back of the, uh, the comic that says, once you're done with this, recycle it for the troops. And a lot of people did that. Yeah. So there's not so many. There are a million, billion copies of X-Men number one. It's never going to be worth anything unless there's a weird, crazy apocalypse. And <laughs> Start... Be like, listen, guys, you got to mail an X-Men number one. We need it for the war. Come on, man. So... That's that's the kind of stuff that happens. So you know, uh, X Men got I got hooked on X Men. I got hooked on uh, Ghost Rider. I'm a huge Ghost Rider fan. What about I, the Nicolas Cage movies? I like the first one. I hate the second one. The first one's fun. It's not great. Yeah. It's not. And I'm happy that Ghost Rider's back in Marvel Studios because uh, they um, Sony had them and Sony lost the rights. So because that second movie's atrocious. Just, I don't think I've seen the second one. Oh, it's it's by it's by the two directors who did Crank. Oh, and, and Crank, Crank is a Crank great, is a great movie. Crank, yeah, great, and I was like, all right, I, I can see how this could be a Ghost Rider. <laughs> this will be good. And there, there's a there's a scene where Ghost Rider takes up Hesity Peace Fire. Oh, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not my Ghost Rider, right? <laughs> Hashtag not my Ghost Rider. <laughs> Bring back my Ghost Rider. But I do appreciate that Nicholas. <coughs> I mean, Nicholas Cage is a big comics fan too, like I am. I mean, he named his son Kyle. He, he used to own, or if he still, he may still own Superman number one. I think he does. Yeah, I think he does. I know. He, I read that's the reason why he does all these, this, all these crappy movies is because he's just so much in debt. Because I think he, he's very hand to mouth. So all I gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, we I don't think we talked about it last week, but um, there was an article about twelve things that prove Nicolas Cage is actually a Bond villain. <laughs> like the guy owns owns like dinosaur skulls. Right. He owns his own island. He owns a castle. He owns the haunted house from New Orleans, um, the American Horror Stories, that one. Yeah. He owns that. He owns like a whole bunch of, uh, just like a whole bunch of weird uh, two two albino pit vipers. All right, all right, all right. So, let's say you think about. I even meant to think about why, why I talk about this. So, top five things. If you've got Nicholas Cra- uh, Nicholas Cage crazy and rich, what are the five crazy things you would get or do? I would, I would buy a house in Belize. That's not really crazy, but I'd buy what I'd do with my house. Um, I would have monkeys. <laughs> I would have penguins, and I'd ha- like it'd be a mansion. I'd have wings for different animals, and then I'd have one wing for just iguanas. And in my rooms, like I'd have like, sand floors and right, hammocks. Right, yeah, you like if Kick, yeah, Keegan, if, 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 if Carrie ever leaves us, so you got your got your iguana. <laughs> so so yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, I would probably. I wouldn't say I'd, I'd go to space, but I probably wouldn't. I hate flying. So maybe I'd like, f- I'd, I'd go become like a treasure hunter. Kind of like National <laughs> Treasure. I think that'd be cool. All right, so, so as a treasure hunter, would you keep the treasures? Oh, or yes. Or would you give them back? Like, I mean, unless they're cursed. Like, in, in, like, unless they're cursed. You're not, not going to be like Indiana Jones and be like, this belongs in a museum. No, 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 no. I mean, if the museum wants to buy them, then they can have them. Uh, you you got to save your money. I'm, you. I'm funding no, this trip. No, no, I'm just saying you have unlimited funds. You have Nicholas Cray's crazy money. I don't, you know, I'm not asking how Nicholas Cage makes his money. I'm just saying, you know, you. So that's so you're going treasure hunt. So you, you got a house in Belize. Got three more things. Um, I would create a new like. I would bring back Running Man. Create a real Running Man. So you would create the Running Man. You'd probably have to do that in Belize. But I would, <laughs> but you know, I'd find a country that would let me do it. Right, right, right. I got you. So I would do that. Um, I think some of the Eastern European countries might do that. 
Czech Republic's like, hey, you know, I know we're not Eastern, but you can come back. Come on, come back, come back. I know you love our country. Um, I would probably, I'd create my own network, like my own sporting network. That's not really crazy, but I'd do that. And then I would, uh, I'd fire Colin Cowherd. <laughs> my fifth thing. And that'd be kind of like my gift no, to no, the no, world. No, 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 no. Don't start your network. Just, just rent ESPN for a day. Just fire him, and then and then make him do uh, one of the video game things. Well, those esports, and, and then make him quit so you don't have to give him anything. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Colin, I'm your new boss. Nice to meet you. Um, you're gonna be doing this now. This gonna be, you're gonna be doing this new thing. It's it's awesome. There's a growing fan base behind it. Go enjoy. And then he goes there. because because that's crazy. Like having a network and, and firing him. That's not crazy. Renting a network to fire him, that's insane. Even better, if firing a network to make him quit is even... That's like Fight Club level of crazy. <laughs> what be your five crazy things? Okay, let's see. I would open a museum to... Uh, like a series museum uh, to uh, fictitious items and weaponry. So I'd be... And, but but like, like my museum guides and everything in there would be treated like it was real and I would live there. So like you, remember, you have you seen the nineteen eighty nine Batman? Yeah. With Mac Green. You know when they walk in they and they, and they see like that room that's got all the armor? Mm-hmm. That was be my, my house. That would be like like I would have like, oh look, yeah that's my infinity gauntlet. Don't touch it. That Don't touch destroy, it. Yeah, that would destroy the world. Oh <laughs> uh, there's my light clay the lightsabers there. I mean like seriously I would that and I would have curators be like, yes, yes, Mr. White did they're very real. And, you know, we 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 acquired them. I'd have <laughs> Brent Spider dress up as data and sit down and be like, I've captured the one living android. I mean I would <laughs> That's a super level, superhero, super villain level stuff I would do. I mean, I would. Hmm, where would this museum be? Oh, wherever I live, whatever. You know, th- th- that's for later. That's later. That's logistics. That's later. Right, right. You know, pr- probably somewhere accessible. So maybe something on the West Coast. Maybe not in Cali, Cali because I don't get you know, earthquakes. And like, I don't want. Oh, my museum is falling to the Pacific Ocean. I have to start again. All my treasures. All my treasures. So, so see, that's what you'll do. You'll go out. I'll go find them, and then I'll sell them back to you. But you know, yeah, this is the the Hawthorne where you see our wampa skeleton and our top <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the crazy level, right? That, so definitely, I would do that. Um, I have always wanted to take a trip around the world, but like in a car. In a car, right? Like in a car. So like even the ocean parts, I'd have, I'd have to put like a get a boat where I can just go around like a NASCAR track or something. <laughs> I'm still dry. I mean, would it count? I think it would count. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would try to buy a, an albino kangaroo. How buying an old kangaroo? Right, because there's got to be one, right? I would think there's probably one somewhere. Um, I would, uh, I would rent the Buffalo Bills for a day. <laughs> what changes would you make? Any? No, I just, I just want to hang out. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm paying you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give what I pay you to some charity you guys want. We're just going to have a cookout throwing footballs at each other. It'd be awesome. We'll bring Marshawn Lynch back. We're going to go to Dave and Buster's. Right. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Right. And then um, I would have an action figure designed of myself and given away to a third world country. Like nice. Air, like airdropped. Like a whole bunch or just one? No, a whole bunch of <laughs> Just one statue just drops from the sky. No, no, just like, I'd have accessories. That'd be awesome. I'd get carted back, you know. <laughs> I, you, I, would, you, I would let people in America buy them at Dragon Con for like one day only. We'd only bring them so they'd be super limited. But then I'd put like a thousand of them dropping like in Afghanistan. See, that's where I'm going to do with, my running man. With, with food. It's, you can uh, just drop it off. It's like food and toys. Here. Enjoy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I also, I think I would like... I really want another Howard the Duck movie. I would sponsor that. Or you might get one at the end of Guardians. I hope. You know? I hope I do. I mean, you, did you get excited when you saw Howard? I did. I did get excited. Carrie so, was like, "This is so stupid. Why do we stand?" I was like, "Shh, <laughs> just be quiet. Quiet, woman. <laughs> Let me have this." Because like she, I had a shirt that had Howard the Duck on it, and it said "Deck the Halls." Yeah. Or, or so, it said "Deck" or "Quack the Halls." It was yeah. a Christmas shirt. Um, it's one of those. Love Christmas. It's one of those weird '80s sweatshirts. Um, well, I lost it when I was a kid. I found one when I was in Tennessee, and I almost bought it. And Carrie was like, no, you're not getting that, because it was, like, June. So I don't need to buy a Christmas sweater in June yeah. of Howard the Duck. And she was like, you're not getting that. And since then, I've never been able to find one again. So she Aww. she crushed me. So I wasn't about to let her crush my Howard the Duck I, I'd big like, screen time. I'm buying this. I don't care what you say. I'll walk home. <laughs> That'd be a long walk. I'd probably just live in Tennessee. She, she's not going to drive. That's true. She can't drive. <laughs> so the car, it's see, in my favor. See, you got to look at this. <laughs> 
It's a win-win situation for you. You're gonna get the and you're gonna drive. So yeah, that's what I would do with all kind of crit in a cage money. You know what I feel really bad for? And this is completely off topic. You, <laughs> this is fine. It's been in the news a lot lately. Like, old guys getting busted, like, that broke out of prison, like, 40 years ago. <laughs> They're getting caught now. Like, you've lived a, cr- a, a free life for 40 years. You've been crime-free. Right. You've paid your dues, and then you slip up and you get caught. I'd be mad. Uh, okay, okay, but but he doesn't pay his dues. Well, I mean, he's rehabbed himself. He hasn't committed any more crimes. He's probably rehabbed himself better than prison would. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I am... I am not a fan of the the, the American prison system. Um, I understand currently there is no other option. I'm not saying there's no better option. Yeah. There's no other option. Running uh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know just you're. That out there. I know you're a proponent for the running man. Um, you know, prison system is totally focused on punishment, and. Um, but not rehabilitation. They'll tell you they don't want to be rehabilitated because you don't offer it in a, in a meaningful. Because there's no, there's it comes down to money. It's, there's yeah, there's, there, there's no money in it, and it's not it's really high on taxpayers' goals either. Because I want to punish. I don't want to, yeah. you know. And so what you get, and I'm a big fan. Have you watched MSNBC Lockup? Oh yes. It's like it's like it's Saturday. It's gonna be MSNBC Lockup Saturday. Right, and I've watched more. Like pretty much, I I, I think that's all MSNBC. NBC shows. It's like Rachel Maddow and that morning show of theirs and then lock up. <laughs> and so... Um, Only three things we do here at MSNBC and we do them well. Well, right. And so uh, lock up's like, man, I, I don't need to go to... I, I know why I'm not going to... I wouldn't do well in jail. I just... No, I wouldn't. But, you know, you, you, you create a culture who... who and, and, and they form their own sub-society and... and, and they have a sociological dichotomy, and look at me using college words, <laughs> and um, you know it feeds on upon itself, and to the point where you know criminals, when they serve their time, have no recourse, and they commit more crimes. Exactly, yeah. And they go back, and and so there has to be a better way, and there currently isn't. I'm not a big fan. I'm not not a huge fan. I, uh, it reminds me, of, I want to say this guy had this happened in Alabama. And if someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong. So this guy is, last I heard, still in jail. And I, I, I should, I, if I knew we were going to talk about this, I'd have done my research. I'm bad, Scotty. Um, but so he is serving time for a crime he did not commit, and he escapes. Uh huh. And um is recaptured. Um, so he gets more time because he, he escaped. More, more time because he escaped. And then he is found out that he's innocent of the first crime. He still had to go back for the... But he's still in jail for the escape. That's really... That's... <laughs> that's terrible. That's our prison system. Yeah. That's yeah. our legal... Well, you broke the law when <laughs> you were not supposed to. And like, I mean, trust me, if I knew... I was innocent of something. You better believe I'm going to try to escape every chance I get. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to escape or die trying. And um, so I, I don't... But I, I have to look at that. I have to look, look that story back up again. But yeah, I don't know the years goes. But like it seems like in the past like week, there's been like five old guys just get arrested that they discovered had broken out of jail. like, And they just get caught for like just random stuff. Right. You do... Hey, Brooke. Say hi to the people in Russia and. What? You can say hi to the people in Russia and stuff. Hello. <laughs> Hello, people in Russia. <laughs> and other Excuse guys. me. Yeah. Brooke just comes in and is like, I'm taking over. <laughs> you catch Brooke's podcast win. <laughs> See, Brooke, Brooke, Brooke you, need, you need a show. Just saying. Yes, I really do need a show. I need a show. I have a network. You can come, <laughs> you can come on to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, this, this show's like Rebellion. You never know who pops in the door. It's just who, Ziadi's been on the show a couple of times. He just pops in. Just, hello, my friend, and leaves. It's just, <laughs> It's my worst idea. <laughs> if you if you listen, you'd be like, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, I'm sorry. 
But like, I know they just caught a guy um, in Brooklyn. He escaped from Greensboro, North Carolina. He was in jail for 40 years, and he escaped. He would have already been free. I mean, he was living free. Now he's got to go back. He's got to spend a month in Rikers, and then he goes back to North Carolina for 40 more years. So, oh, so he served life for 80 years, or what? No, he was only supposed to serve 40 years, but he escaped. So they gave him 40, 40 years. You know, he's still got to serve that 40 years because he wasn't in jail. Oh, so he never served any. He served like a year. Yeah. So he's got to go back, and he's like 50 years old, so he'll yeah more than likely he'll die in jail. How it happens? You know, it's not a perfect system. <laughs> I, and I don't have a solution right now. I mean, yeah, I have a solution. It costs more money, but it's all this. Um, uh, Emil Durkheim, who's a sociologist theorist, uh, had a whole great theory about why crime crime is necessary in, in sociological development. We have to have crime. <laughs> so, you check that theory out. I like sociology as a hobby of mine. So. I enjoyed it. Um, Mosby is great yeah. at teaching it. I had Dr. Ibn Amman, who uh, no longer here, but he's a pretty cool guy. So... He's very devout in his ways, but he's and but he, he's a cool guy. Cool guys. What brought this up, the whole jail thing up, was this weekend. I was laying around the house, just and Hulu just added a whole bunch of like adult swim shows. Right. Super Jail's one of them. First of the month. So I I've been watching. I watched the whole series of Super Jail this past week weekend. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's I mean, they're only ten minute episodes. Right, right, right. Still, right. well, you're sick and laid up. So I, don't, I, don't you. I was watching um, watched a lot of Clone Wars. But I'm watching a lot of order. I'm like watching like I'm like, uh, oh, this is happens in this episode. I'll watch this episode. This oh, this is interesting. So I'm not why, because the plan is I'm going to um, either in the fall or the summer. I haven't decided yet. But we're gonna do a, another Star Wars series, and it's mm-hmm. based on us watching um, Clone Wars in chronological order. Okay. There's a, there's a list on on um, StarWars.com where the episodes fall like chronologically, and so we'll start. With that one. Sweet, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of pretty cool. So that would be a, a podcast we're going to do. So look for that whenever that happens. <laughs> see, once again, I come with crazy ideas and throw them against the wall. See, see what you people will listen to us. I am desperate for attention. Please like me. That's right, right, exactly. I, I spend my days talking to a buddy, talking to a box. This is, I mean, come on. It reminds me of like uh, Oh Brother Rother. <laughs> Pay you ten dollars to sing into a can. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm paying ten dollars to see it again. That was a, a long pause for you. That was. I don't. Oh, you haven't checked your email today, have you? Like I in have the past not. few minutes. Not in the past few minutes. <laughs> not in the past few minutes. You no, for seven minutes and fifty-one seconds, I've been talking to you. <laughs> um, well, I watched the or not watched. I checked my email and I had a thing from Loot Crate. Yeah. About the Mega Crate and it looks looks pretty awesome. What's on the Mega Crate? Um, I would love to win that. I would too, but I don't think I I, I don't win anything. I'm I don't really either. Good at winning. I don't either. Um, like there's a whole bunch of cool stuff. There's a Rick and Morty skateboard that's uh on there. I want a Rick and Morty skateboard. Uh, a Rick and Morty script signed by the creators of the show. I want a I love Rick and Morty. Oh my God, have you you've seen it? No. Oh, we gotta fix that. <laughs> oh my God, we gotta fix it. Rick and Morty's so good. Uh, it, <laughs> and like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, there's a Hulkbuster statue. There's a, a Game of Thrones replica of the Iron Throne. Stuff like that. There's a whole bunch of like stuff. one you can sit in or one you can no, in. like a little like seven inches. Oh. I wish they'd give you one that you can sit in. <laughs> I'd sit in I'd, all the time. I'd sit on my porch and just lord over my neighborhood. <laughs> Halt! But see, the problem is your neighbors are trying to kill you because that's all the, the show is pretty much about. It's like killing you or on the, the Iron see, Throne. See, I, I, I kind of live like a roundabout Game of Thrones. The Wildlings could be my homeless army. Right. So, right, and, right. you know, coming. I, I like how nerdier you have gotten over the years. No lie, no lie. I mean, you've never been a confessed kind of nerdy guy. See, like, I'm a closet nerd. Right, I just keep it deep down. Right, but then suddenly you're like, you're putting out lingo. You never put out, like, well, you, like suddenly you drop wildlings. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones I'm, lately, I'm if you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. Are you, where are you at? Uh, season three, just finished episode five this morning. Oh, I just finished the new one this morning. Watch it. I'm, I'm usually a day or two behind. I'm a couple seasons behind. Right, but, <laughs> no, you can catch up. You can catch up. So. It, um, it's, this season's weird. I heard it's really slow. My buddy said it's really slow. But it's, I like it. I like I like that kind of building stuff because I know it's going to be like there's going to be some death and destruction and 
nudity. I mean, it's not Kevin. Death, one. destruction, nudity. That's what I'm here for. There's some nudity in this last episode. I was like, what's up? Where have you been? Yeah, it's been wild. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. That's like I sit there and I have to watch when I watch it because, you know, I've got my daughter and I don't really, like, especially in the early seasons. Yeah. Like every episode, there's nudity. Yeah. And like, it's not like just like a it's quick like flash. Behe- it's, it's like beheadings and breasts. Yeah. Everywhere you go. So I have to watch it like, I feel like I'm like a dirty old man. Cause like I have to watch it secretly, like at night or early in the morning, like right. when they're either at school or at, not home. So I'm, I'm sitting there like, it's okay. oh you're, yeah. You're protecting your daughter. You so. know, she doesn't need to see that stuff yet. So yeah. Oh, she's got a little boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. He, um, he, he was like, cause Keegan's playing t-ball and she was like, um, she's like, dad, she was like, Edward asked when my next t-ball game was cause he wants to come see it. Let's come watch me, so I think Edward's gonna come to a T ball game soon. Oh, that's adorable. Have you met this Edward? Oh yeah. They fought they went to preschool together. So, so you know his parents, you know. No, 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 I don't know his parents. I've just meet, met him. You should meet the parents, you know, you know, see if see, see. Maybe they're wealthy. You can betroth your daughter too. Hello. Sir Miss. <laughs> would you like uh would you like to have your son marry my daughter? We can combine houses. <laughs> we can talk about a dowry. You truly are lucky with <laughs> Listen, I need the north, okay? Yeah, I just need the north. Winter is coming. A, See, I, that place would—I I would hate it. <laughs> winter? They yeah, the north? I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not built for—I'm not built for—I'm—I'm I'm barely built for the winter here. I don't—I don't, and that's because I had to get used to it. I just like it takes some time. Yeah, you know, this past apocalypse, man. I—I—oh, I, I hated it. I'm not gonna lie. Once winter was over and we got that last snow, yeah, like that last little sprinkle, I was like, why? Why are you here? Like, go. Where I was. I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, it was warm. It and was like it, war- <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, and it, the same thing happened last year when we when we went to LA last year. Uh, we left and it was pretty warm and it was great in LA. We come back through a snowstorm. We're like, where did this? Is? Where could this generate between yeah. California and here? Like, where did this snow come from? Uh, but like, I mean, I, I like snow for the most part. I probably live up north. I probably live in the north. You live in the north? Yeah. Um, I would follow um, uh, Khaleesi wherever she's at. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would try to. No, I would try to be a lord or something. I, so I could just marry Khaleesi. I am in love with Khaleesi. You try to con her like the guy from Car, Carth or whatever. Yeah, then he gets yeah. locked in the, the. See, I don't want to die. I'd be like, I'd be like, come to my kingdom. I'll help you get the Iron Throne. I'll just stay over here. Just hang out with me from time to time. We'll play video games. I don't I'll know li- what do they do. I'll <laughs> live here. You can go do whatever you want. Just don't eat me through dragons. Yeah, I wouldn't do the whole um, thing. Things I would not do, though. I would not definitely live on the wall. I'd be like, I'll take the behead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. Uh, I don't know, I think it'd be kind of cool for a while, but then it'd probably get old. <laughs> just hang out with old. a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, in the beginning it'd be cool, it'd be like, you know, alright, this is cool, kind of, just laid back, and then it's like, alright, I really would like to see a woman. <laughs> I just wonder how much, okay, alright, so, if this term offends people, I'm sorry, but I can't come up with another term for this, for what it is. I wonder how much prison gay stuff goes on at the wall. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, you know, when when it's like, you know, you know, when it's like, well, I got, because we're dudes, we'll pretty much stick it almost anywhere. <laughs> Am I just saying? I mean, as as, as as a species, as you know, as, as a gender, I have seen. I well, was, were, you in West, were you in West Virginia when the guy got arrested because we used to have a live nativity scene down on the west side? No. And he went down there and um, fell in love with a, a sheep. Oh. And there was a guy in Alabama right before I came to West Virginia who was having affairs with a horse. <laughs> to each their own, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I mean, you know, if that's what you're into. But back to, I'm just saying, you know, I've seen how prisons work, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that they're gay or anything because, you know, that's a biological thing. I just, you know. Well, they say gay for this day. There's, right, right. It's like, there's you know, a lot of that. Pri- thus, prison gay. Yeah. You know? Actually, I got that, I think that term from a comedian talking about their cats. It's like, you know, they, they got, I don't think my cats are gay. I just think they're prison gay and all that. I, felt, I forgot who it was, but. I may have to look that up and post it at the end of this. I don't know if I could. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to post at the end of this episode. I don't know. I'd say there's probably a good bit, I mean, of that that goes on. Speaking of gay, um, you've seen the South Park episode of uh, Game of Thrones? What, uh, is it newer? No, it's an older one. 
Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. The one where they do the wiener chorus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because of that, I cannot hear the theme song straight anymore. Every time I'm hearing it, I'm just, wiener, wiener, wiener. <laughs> and I have it for like years now. It's like it comes on a wiener. That's all I, so we, Matt and Trey have ruined the theme song. Well, the whole Let It Go, like, you know how everybody had a Let It Go video? Right. Well, they did one with Game of Thrones, and it was, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, like, now whenever I hear Let It Go, that's what plays in my head. And right, like, right. It's like some little messaging. I'm like the Manchurian candidate. I'm like, I gotta go find my DVDs and play you. As I acted out right. for, for you. I saw, I saw that. I was, Very that robotic. Don't know where you got there, Mr. Roboto. So, yeah. So, I'm hooked. I've been hooked. It's a good show. It really it is. is. It's a really, really good show. Well, you know what? If you want to do next, next in the fall, you, if you want to do a Game of Thrones show, we can we can go episode by episode. Because cool. you know, I have HBO Go and we can... Yeah. That's fine with me. We can go through through them. We can do a Game of Thrones show. Yeah, that gives us there's twelve episodes. There's so that's like sixty weeks of entertainment we can do. And be like, we and, I, and I've never read the books. You no, because I don't read. <laughs> I screw you. Like I said, I've always tried, but I'm banned from certain libraries. So <laughs> that's true. So. I bet you they have them in our library. They probably do, but they're thick books. They are thick books. I don't. I don't. And like I tried to read The Hobbit. And like the way it's written, I got you. Not for I got me. You. And like I like the story. I listened to it on tape. Basically, a glorified game of D and D. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'd rather play it. Then that's my D and D shirt on today. Which I haven't played D and D in like. There was a guy who's going around and 3D printing all 40. the uh, all the D and D. Um, I guess I've never played D and D. All the D and D dragons. Uh-huh. I guess there are a bunch of them. So he's, he's red, uh, blue, white, black. He's gonna go around in three D print all, all of them. They all have different breaths. Like red dragons uh, have uh, fire breath, and black dragons have acid breath. White dragons have cold breath. Blue dragons have lightning, I think. And some nerds like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> There's gold and silver dragons and bronze dragons, and if you know a color, there can be a dragon for it. I'll take my magenta dragon and I will go home. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've never played D and D. It's um, it's okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not crazy about the setting. I like role playing games. I, I've, I've done tabletop role playing games for years. Have you ever LARPed? Yes. How is that? It looks um, pretty cool. Um, I've never LARPed. Um, they do it here sometimes. I never LARPed D and D. LARP because I once again I don't like the setting. I don't. Yeah. You know, I, I like guns and cars and stuff. I like, you know, I like to role play things that are like a like an action movie. I don't want to go like I don't. Lord of the Rings is fine. I like the movies. I just don't want to act it out. I have played. Don't get me wrong. I just you know, especially when I'm wanting to role play stuff and there's nothing else to play. I'm like, oh, everyone's playing D and I roll up a character. Um, I run a weekly Vampire the Masquerade game, which is uh, set in modern times. And so I, we do that. We we do that pretty much every Friday. Me and Ethan and some other folks. Alyssa has has been on some of the shows. Um, Carter, who's been on a couple of shows, yeah. And so um, we do that, and so we do that here in the lab. <laughs> cool. We nerd, we nerd out like three or four hours, and you know, it's funny. I said I don't like the setting currently we're playing. There's a Dark Ages version of Vampire that happens, you know, in the Middle Ages, and we're playing that. And so how's that work? Is it like a book, and you just or right, is it? So so there's a manual. I get to explain role playing <laughs> to you. It's funny. Oh. So like dungeon. Okay, if you're a Dungeons and Dragons role player, do they call you like Dungeon Master? Well, okay, so. The guy running the game is called Dungeon Master. And so he um, has the scenario or the adventure. And he controls the dice. There's two ways of playing that. Um, players can. I've, I've always played where the players roll their own dice. And I've seen some games where the Dungeon Master rolls all the dice. So you have a character. And it can be one of a, a few races a human, elf, dwarf, orc. Or ogre, one or the other, halflings, which are the hot like hobbits. Um, there may be more, but I mean there are more, but I think those are the kind of the basics. Half elf, have you know the the product of a human and an elf. Uh, then you got classes. You got fighters and mages, which are wizards, clerics, which are priests, and um, rogues, which are your thieves. There are some other stuff, rangers and druids and things, but I'm trying to just basic stuff basic, for you. Yeah. So, so let's say you're you know you're Aaron the fighter. And Aaron the fighter would have skills 
set up either in you know, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and I think there's one more. Constitution, wisdom, strength, wisdom, constitution, intelligence. Ha! Six. <laughs> on top of my head. So, and it's been years since I played. So, and so, so you, you'd have you, you'd have stats. You you would you could assign a role, and um, and then you'd have you know certain skills that you could do. And then you could have certain weapons that you could use, and that so and so. And so you and a party, and so Aaron the Knight and some friends would, you know, seek out treasure or f- rescue a princess or whatever. And so I, as a dungeon master, would be like, all right, you walk through the woods and you see goblins, what do you do? And, and a little bit more descriptive. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm just doing this like, you know, through the enchanted forest. <laughs> You will see, you'll see the goblin by the fallen down oak tree of our ancestors. Right, something, yeah, not, not, none of that, but something like that. And so, and then you basically you figure out what you do. Mostly, you know, like we're gonna kick the crap out of it, and so we're gonna be friendly. And so you do that. <laughs> you can. <laughs> and so you do that with dice rolls. And so every creature has a defense value, and you have an attack value. Okay. And so let's say my, you know, and. You know, I have a plus two in strength, so anytime I use a sword, I get plus two to my dice roll. And my sword is magical, so it gets plus two. So I have plus four to whatever I roll. So I roll and add four to it. If that roll total is higher than that creature's defense value, I hit that dude. And then I can roll, you know, the sword is worth so much damage. I can roll that many damage dice. And if you get more than his hit points, he dies. He dies. Really easy. Okay. Yeah. So that's role playing in a nutshell. Cool, cool. But there's, you know, you know, people, you know, really develop um, characters and stuff. And, and some kids go on for a long time. But like, you know, Game of Thrones, from what I understand, is, is, is this guy's D&D campaign. And um, I know there's a, in the Digital Dragons universe, there's a book setting called Dragonlance. Mm-hmm. And that came from the original, when, when the people who wrote that. And it's a long series. And it's been out since, like, the 80s. But when they were playing in the late 70s, early 80s, that was their campaign, yeah, and they wrote it out as novels and, and that kind of stuff. Oh, cool! So, so that's you know that that's become a thing, and uh, you know there's tons of books and, and things. And there's different settings. I always liked uh, Ravenloft, which is the gothic horror, so you can fight vampires and kind of like that stuff. That, yeah, the supernatural yeah. stuff I really really like. But um, I'd like to go ghost hunting. <laughs> okay, uh, we can do that. <laughs> like I don't know. Do you like, like ghost hunting shows? Yeah, I mean, I know they're probably fake, but <laughs> okay. All right, all right, ready? Say that, say that sentence again, and take out properly. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're fake, right? There you go. But I mean, it's the thrill. Hart, I like it. Chris Hart does a great bit about 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 um, ghost shows on his last special on Man uh, on Android. He does, uh, you know, you know, if travel, you know. If ghosts were, were a thing on the trip, you know, if they could find ghosts, that would make national news. Yeah. That wouldn't be like on some with some bro going, man, do you feel that? So cold, bro. So cold, bro. That's in the touch me, bro. And I hate it because that's how they talk and they all wear affliction shirts. And right. Like, they are dazzled jeans. Yeah. And it's like, God, did you get, in, Yeah, it's like, they're bros. They're more bros. Right. And it's just like, bros versus ghosts is a, a movie <laughs> I'm wanting to. My next show is going to be bros versus ghosts. Sticking <laughs> throwing things at the wall. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, it's. It looks cool. I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't think they exist. I don't know. I sometimes think my house is haunted. <laughs> I, will, I will. Of course you do. But that's crazy, so. <laughs> I like, all right, so. <laughs> I, I hate to do Chris Harbour big, but he put up some really good points. Um, how come uh, ghosts always have, when we see them, have clothes? And how come there's not been any ghosts since, since like he, there's always they're always ghosts of the 1800s. Yeah. Like it's a little, I'm, you know, if I find that bed, I'm gonna put that bed at the end of this. That's what I'm putting at the end of this. There will be some comedy at the end of this thing, ghost hunting comedy. But there's a, um, you know, the, the the ghost of the little girl on the steps, or, or there's, there's not like the dude who died like you know 1995. You know? Yeah, the dude who overdosed in right. 1995. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that guy never haunts anything. <laughs> the junkie ghost. And so, is there like a waiting period? <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, all right. Well, you've seen Beetlejuice, right? Maybe they're stuck in the waiting room <laughs> to go see Juno. I will. Uh, I will say though, like when I lived in Glenville, at Glenville State, like I, th- I think if there is such thing as being haunted, I think that place is haunted, like legitimately. Well, this place is on a slave plantation. I know this. <laughs> yeah, Western State's probably haunted. I mean, and uh, they'll tell you that there's buildings here haunted, and I'm like. Eh. 
the Capitol Theater uh, in downtown is supposed Suppose, to be yeah. crazy haunted. And, and I got roofied at the Capitol Theater. So of course you did. Let me hear that story. <laughs> um, I went to International Film Fest, film festival. So you uh, got roofied at the International Film Fest? Yeah, yeah, like three years ago. Uh, or no, it was longer than that. It was right from another. Following the weirdest situation. Yeah, yeah, I'm like a book. Um, but anyway, I got I got roofied. I I left a coke. I wasn't thinking. I left my coke just sitting there. I went to go use the bathroom. In between the in between well, showings, well, you wouldn't want to carry your coke to the toilet. Exactly, exactly. And so I was like, you know, probably not going to get roofied at a film festival. Never thought my in my mind like that would happen. But um, yeah. So I leave my drink unattended too. Come back, drink it. So I call. I'm leaving. Call my girlfriend. I make it to Patrick Street. Uh-huh. And I'm heading home, and I'm like, man, I don't feel right. Like, I feel real, like, groggy, you know, real lethargic. And she was like, okay, just stay on the phone with me. Well, like, I don't know what happens, but I end up parked in Hill's parking lot. And, like, my my um, my brother's friend had to come pick me up and brought me home. And, like, I slept for, like, 18 hours. So. So you think you got roofied? Somebody gave me something. Somebody slipped me something. I mean, I was completely alert before. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that movie was just that boring. No, I mean, the movie, I didn't even watch the movie. Because I left. Oh. I came out, got my Coke, drank it. And... Weird. Yep. Who would roofie somebody at the International Film Festival? Questions to ponder. <laughs> the French. No offense to the French listeners out there. I'm just like, bonjour, baba, wee, roofie. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, it was definitely, it was creepy. It was, yeah, that is. It was really weird. Only you, man. Mm-hmm. There's a list of like I and I'm glad we have this on like podcast record. Somebody one day one fan is going to have like a list of all the crazy stuff that has happened to you. That's going to be I, like I, a timeline. Yeah, it's going to be like in. <laughs> oh, uh, so did you get my tweet about Marty McFly, the Back to the Future? Yeah, because because you retweeted somebody's um. Uh, the, this, all the the thing about you can only do this once. Yeah, and it was the wrong date. Oh, was it? <laughs> yes. Um, the Back to the Future thing happens in October. The, the Marty McFly shows up in, in October, so he's coming in October, wherever. So what was that from, then? It was, I don't know, they had set it from May? Yeah. The, the day they made someone, and I was like, that's not right, it's in October. I double-checked, it was in October, so that's why I said, because I think I'm gonna, we're going to do something for Back to the Future Day. Cool. There's supposed, supposed to be events for it. Really? Not, yeah. Should be a, th- a thing to be celebrated, because that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people they care about it now, and so... I like watching movies where we are now living in the time that the movie was supposed to portray. Yeah. It's like, and it's like super futuristic, like there's cars flying, like 80s movies did it really bad. Yeah. yeah. And there's like cars flying around, I'm like, man, I'm still waiting, still driving my Mazda well, around. we're supposed to be World War Three, according to Star Trek, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, the eugenics war has passed, Khan is in space, we're in World War Three. we're getting close to first contact. Who fights each other in World War Three? Um, Star Trek? The, okay, so we create... Super beings. Uh-huh. We use eugenics to increase um, mankind, and so those dudes come into power and they break up um, the the world in different factions, and they're fighting each other. Oh, that's where you know Khan from Breath. Yeah. We've not seen yet. We're totally gonna do that. You gotta give me some time. Like, when are you free? And uh, summer. <laughs> Starting summer. Starting summer. When I get back, I'll be free. I have a lot of free time. Oh, what about after graduation? I may still have keys to some places because I'm not leaving till the end of June, until the first of June. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna work some more, but evening I should be fine. Yeah. We'll okay. Just, we could do one evening, or you know, or a weekend or something or something yeah. or something. Because I, I definitely want to show those to you and Elha, I think too. Um. Well, it's been about an hour. <laughs> um. Oh. oh. You didn't celebrate, but you know, yesterday was May the Fourth. That's our Star Wars holiday, and uh, I spent, I don't know, as I mentioned before, I spent all day tweeting nothing but Star Wars stuff, but not watching. No, I sure did. We, oh. uh, we I ran um, A New Hope and Part of Jedi in the the um, film lab when I was working. Okay, and I invited anybody because there was no classes until two o'clock, and so it's like until two o'clock, I got Star Wars running inside so Star Wars running until about two o'clock. A lot of people come by. A few people. You know, I know. I, uh, what did I do yesterday? Oh, I didn't do nothing. I had no class yesterday. I didn't do anything. Oh, that's nice. Watch Game of Thrones. That's very nice. At the house. Enjoying the, open up all the windows and let the warm air flow through. It was very comfortable yesterday. It was. It was nice. 
Very, very nice. Uh, especially continue, though. That's great. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it. Uh, have a good week. We're going to have a good week. You can follow us at, at Mopcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Scotty White. Hit our Facebook at facebook.com slash Mopcast Network. Uh, you can also go to scottywhite.com and mopcast.com. Um, or you can follow us on Podbean. Um, please leave comments. That's the next thing we're missing. You can follow Aaron at pageantdad88. And, and listen to the Triple A Sports Show. Yep. And, uh, I guess that's it, right? Yeah. That's so I'll see you next week. See you next week. All right, man. Bye. girl for a while you know we worried about different things one day I said what do you fear most she goes I fear you'll meet someone else and you'll leave me I'll be all alone she said what do you fear most and I said bears <laughs> she had these two cats and I think the cats were gay because they were always licking each other and spooning in the window and criticizing the way I dress and I don't think it's a biological thing like they're gay by birth I think it's an environment thing like they're prison gay like they don't see any female cats ever after a while it's just like look Tony we ain't getting any younger buddy this might be the catnip talking but I like the way your belly matches your paws one day my girlfriend called me from work and she goes you gotta take Tony to the vet He's got a urinary tract infection. I took him in, they gave me this questionnaire about the cat, but I didn't know the answers because it wasn't my cat. I only got two right. I got cat and male. It said breed, I wrote question mark gay. It said describe the reason you are here today, I wrote my girlfriend is at work. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.